This is part two of my discussion on focus because I just recorded that last podcast and I forgot to say everything that I wanted to say. So that last one um, touched on flow states, didn't really go into it, but most of that discussion was focused on meditation and building a one minute meditation practice that you can hopefully progress and build upon in the future. So this one won't be about the meditation. What I want to talk about, again, focused on the the concept of focus, what I want to talk about is how you can prioritize your time. So a lot of people, when they feel overwhelmed and there are too many things for them to do, and it seems like they don't have enough time to do it, one of the first things that people turn to is a to-do list. And it's a great idea. It helps out a lot of people, uh, for especially for certain types of personalities, certain types of minds. A to-do list can be absolutely essential. And I'm all for you know organizing your tasks and things like that. But I think that a lot of people, once they have their to-do list, they don't really know what to do with it. So some people will basically not do anything with it. They just have a to-do list and then they, you know, look at this list of things that they have to do and more or less randomly choose which ones to do and when to do it. And if you're not super busy and the things that you have to do are not that important, then you can probably get away with that for a while. But there's probably some better ways to go about doing it. So the next option is that you start to prioritize your to-do list. So now it's not just this bulleted list of things that you have to do at some point, but you prioritize it based on how important it is to you and maybe how soon it actually needs to get done if some of those tasks on the to-do list have a certain deadline. And that's great too. This is probably a much better form of organizing your to-do list of course, compared to just randomly selecting things. Because if you're just randomly choosing stuff off your to-do list, then you're probably just doing the ones that are easiest or most convenient. And then the more difficult ones that you don't feel like doing, those just start to build up and it stresses you out even more because you have this to-do list and you just keep looking at all this shit that you have to do that you don't want to do. So, First option, you have your to-do list with no structure. Second option, you have a to-do list and you prioritize it. Great idea. Next option, see if we can step it up a little bit and make it a little bit even more efficient. So the next option, you can consider not just how important an activity is and how soon it needs to get done, But you can start to schedule these tasks based on not when you have the most time, but when you have the most focus, right? So you schedule your high priority activities, not based on when you think you have the most time to do it, but around the times when you know that you will be able to focus at the highest level. Now, this is extremely important. And this ties into some of the stuff, some of the research they're doing on flow states, some of the numbers they throw out is like people who are in flow can be 500% more productive than when you're not in flow. 
So I, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know exactly how they got those numbers, so I'm, I'm not really going to speak to it. But that's, that's a number that you'll hear Kotler and Jamie Wheel talk about a lot. Anyway, like I said, this wasn't exactly about flow states, but it's, it's certainly, it certainly applies. It's certainly related. But the point is, you want to schedule your most important tasks based on around based on the times when you have the greatest focus. And another way that you could think about that is based on the times when you know you have the least amount of distractions, right? If you're distracted, you're not focused, obviously. So a morning routine can be extremely beneficial depending on the time that you wake up, of course, and whatever your situation might be at home. But for a lot of people, the morning, first thing when you wake up before you go to work, that's going to be the time when you have the least amount of distractions. So I'm huge on morning routines. I'm not going to go into, you know, all the all the different aspects of that and, and different ways to draw up a morning routine. We'll save that for another episode. But if you don't have a morning routine, I would at least start thinking about it. And it can be something very simple. Uh, but I think that morning routines are crucial. But back to the point. So scheduling things around not when you have the most time to do it, but when you can be the most focused. And you know you know reliably that around these times you can be the most focused. And if you start to view your schedule and your, your to-do lists and your daily behaviors or, or any sort of behaviors or tasks that you have to repeat, then you can start to think about structuring your day and your week a little bit differently. So something that you might do on a weekly basis could be going grocery shopping or doing the laundry or washing the dishes, you know, probably more than once a week. Those types of things you probably don't need a high level of focus for. So you can plan to do those around the times when you know that you might be distracted, right? Like if you're washing the dishes and you get distracted, like your your performance while you're washing the dishes is not going to suffer that much. And if it does, it's, it's not going to have a huge impact on the rest of your life. But if there's some project that you need to work on for your work, you know, whether you're at work or at home, if there's some important project with a deadline that's coming up, that's something that you should probably be focused on. And you should try, you know, to work on that during a, a block of time when you can eliminate distractions and be fully focused. So the last part that I'll add on to this discussion is once you become more aware of this, and again, you start to just think about your day a little bit differently, think about your day and your week, structuring it differently from this different perspective, you'll start to become aware of which activities can actually help to produce more focus for the following activity. So I mentioned the meditation practice um, at the beginning of this episode, and that's what the previous episode was about. Something like a meditation practice in and of itself helps you to focus while you're doing it, of course, but then that can help you to get into a more focused state for the activity which you choose to do immediately after it. So if you do incorporate that one-minute meditation practice, think about what type of activities would be beneficial for you to do right after 
because you're already in a more heightened state of focus. Some other things that could help you to produce more focus following the activity. Um, Something like exercise might help. And depending on the person, that could make you more focused or it could make you less focused. It could also depend on the type of exercise that you're doing. But take, for example, if if you just maybe have like a a simple little 20-minute routine that you do, 20 to 30-minute routine, and you know you can you can do that reliably that's already part of your your daily or weekly routine maybe and that's something where you know you're you're moving your body around and you can get out of your head stop thinking about all the different shit that you have to do and that helps you to focus then you can use that and you can couple it on to other activities so that you are more focused for that that activity that occurs right after it for other people, maybe it's maybe it's the opposite, and you you think about that and you plan around that. So maybe you're someone who has to work out for like an hour and a half, and it's a super intense strength training workout. And then right after you eat, or sorry, right after you work out, you want to eat, and you're going to spend like 45 minutes just crushing protein. And then that's probably not going to be a a state of high focus. And then immediately after you stuff your face for 45 minutes, you're probably not extremely focused either. So that's something else to think about just with that one example of exercising. So just to recap, focus is extremely important. If you can cultivate a meditation practice, that's going to help improve your ability to focus overall. And then when you can start to plan your day, if you have a to-do list and you have all this stuff written out and you have a calendar even where you actually schedule certain activities throughout the day, Start thinking about it a little bit differently. Start thinking about structuring your day based on your level of focus, not just the priority of the task and not just how much total time you have, but think about when you have the highest level of focus, when you can just completely eliminate distractions. And that's going to rapidly improve your productivity And as you do that, you'll develop greater awareness around which activities can give you more or less focus, as well as which activities actually require more or less focus. So I hope that you can take away something positive from this. I know that this has been a big improvement in the way that I structure my days and my weeks and my daily practices. So I hope you can incorporate into your life. I hope that you can... uh, you can start to start to, to make better choices, man. I'm rambling on here. I definitely need some practice on uh, on ending these podcasts. So I'm just cut it off before I ramble on and say some more stupid shit. Thank you for listening. I appreciate your time.